Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Oh, my goodness. On a Wednesday, we are talking some, some dynamite at the crossroads. Some AEW folks. Got some people in the chat here already. Oh man, Trent's in the chat. Oh my goodness, I just I, I I've been off of social media all day. Trent just dropping that bit of very sad news in the chat. Wow. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Jim Crockett Jr. My goodness, <sighs> quite the uh, promoter back in the day. Wow. I did hear something recently about him being uh, very ill. Oof. That's a big one, folks. That's a big one. A lot of history with that name. A lot of history. But hey, as you know, what we do when we get into this, we smash that like button, we smash that sub button, we ring that bell for notifications. If you're on the Twitch, you can share bits, you can sub, you can follow, you can you can gift subs, you can do all that stuff. And I am in the midst of researching stuff for a Patreon for Smash This Podcast. So look for that over the course of the next month. I'm going to start putting it together. Might be doing something a little different with some merch. It's it's going to be a work in progress, folks. It's going to be a work in progress. So just, so just hang tight. So as we get into this tonight, we're going to crack a cold one. We got something a little different here. We got this. It's called C4. Heard a lot of positive things about this. Zero sugar. Super brain performance fuel. Hey, maybe I'll have to drink this more often. Right, right, Trent? <laughs> Peach mango. All right. Mm. That is tasty. Absolutely. All right, just want to silence my phone here, make sure I don't get any, any anything disturbing me. All right, so if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see, and I don't put a lot on Twitter. I, I do a lot of likes. I do a lot of retweets. I don't put a lot of original content on social media in general. Usually it's something about – it's either something about me personally – or something about some family stuff, or it's me promoting this, Smash This Podcast. But if you saw it earlier today, I did share something. Let's do a little, little shopping around with uh, Mrs. J-Bone. And, uh, well, J-Bone does not get out much lately. I, I usually hit the store about once a month if I'm lucky. And I hadn't been to... 
my old stomping grounds. I used to work at Walmart a long time ago. What's going on? Oof. Going on. Uh, it's been uh, about 10 years now since I worked there. My God. Um, almost 10 years. But anyways, <laughs> a lot of crazy memories. Um, so they carry the AEW figures. And every time I've gone to a Walmart, I go looking, you know, for said figures. And I, I never find any. Well, today, J-Bone hit the jackpot. J-Bone hit the jackpot. There was three left. I got two out of the three. And what do you know? Boom. We got Matt Jackson. We got Nick Jackson. We've got the young Bucks. How about that? Crazy, hey? So, yeah, I've been looking for, you know, these or Moxley or Hangman or, or Pentagon, any of those, any of those. Um, and this is actually... This and I didn't look that close at the back yet. This is actually from uh series three. Now the other one I saw there was Riho, and um I I, I didn't want to be greedy, so I left Riho. And, and I'm a fan of Riho, but um I uh I, I really I really wanted the young bucks, whether it was from series one or this one. I really wanted so um man um yeah i i'm 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 really stoked about this so yeah these are these are going to go up on the wall these are going to be proudly displayed and even look at it, even the backs of these just take a look at, at the backs of these look amazing got some got some in ring shots there you know from the first and it's 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 uh it's it's in ring from when they were wearing the merch, so that's that's appropriate, of course. So, so there you go. Now, the packaging is great, and these look good. They're not all banged up. Sometimes you look at merch in the store and it looks like garbage. No, these are these are in really good shape. You know, they're shiny. They're not scuffed up or bent. I mean, there's tiny little imperfections here, but I mean that's 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 damn near mint. That's that, these are beautiful, beautiful. So, um, and speaking of merch, want to remind you guys. Now, granted, it's it's not merch from me, but I wonder because I'm not with PWTs. But T and I has a big sale going on. Merch madness, but merch madness, twenty percent off at PWTs. Oh, excuse me. Go get yourself some TNI merch, 20% off. Brand new. Brand new uh, white shirt with the brand new logo. Nice, clean looking. This is beautiful. That's courtesy of Josh Paxton. He designed that one for us. And I uh, think I'm going to give him a holler soon and see if he wants to... Um, See if he wants to help me uh, design some more stuff for me, because I'm going to be working on some new stuff, folks. You just, just, just hold on to your butts. 
hold on to your butts. We're going to be working on bandanas. That's right. Bandanas. We're going to be working on some pins. We're going to be working on new shirts. We're going to be working on all sorts of new stuff for Smash This Podcast. So just hang on to your butts, folks. Hang on to your butts. Mark says he hasn't watched Dynamite yet, but let's go. Well, let me tell you, you are going to enjoy this one. This one was a loaded one. It was a banger, if you will. This is the go-home show for Revolution. And I got to say, oh, damn, that's tasty. I got to say, this was decent. This covered all the bases. This really did. And if somebody wasn't on the show, they at least did some kind of promo for it. You know, uh, namely, like Kenny Omega and Moxley. Um, I know there's, there would be some people that would be like, well, they should have been on the show tonight. They're the headliner. Well, we've been getting a lot of Kenny and a lot of Moxley. So, and you want the rest of the card to shine as well, you know, and it's understandable. So uh, they did have a good promo tonight, but I want to address something first, and I want the chat to light up on this, okay? And there's no wrong answers here. Well, I mean, obviously, there'd be some goofy ones if you come up with something. And I'm going to kind of just go out of order here for a minute. Now we'll, we'll go through matches and results and stuff. Something that's going to cause a lot of this go. Oh, I'll get into that, Mark. He says, how was Shaq? We'll get into that because that was actually the first match. And that was smart. You know, that was there was a lot of hype behind this. Whether you wanted to see it or not, there was a lot of hype. Okay, so we'll get into that. Hang on. So Big Show made his TV debut tonight. That was pretty big. But I'm bummed. Uh, Paul White, if you will, came out with a new T-shirt, new merch, of course. New to the roster, got to get that hot new merch. Said, no more BS. BS as in big show. So no more BS. I love it. I love it. Um, It's pretty cool. And then below it says Paul White on it in small lettering. So, um, so he comes out there with Tony and they're plugging the new show. They're plugging the new show and, um, and he said he can't be happier to be on board with AEW and, um, you know, because he's got a, he probably feels like he has a lot more to give. He's the healthiest he's been in the last 20 plus years. He's lost a lot of weight. I mean, Paul White has abs now. Jiminy Christmas. I don't even know where my abs are. Paul White has motherfucking abs. Can you believe that? Just sick. Like he came out tonight with his shirt tucked in. You could tell there's abs underneath that shirt. I was like. Jiminy Christmas. What's going on here? Big Show has abs. It's kind of like Monster Squad. <gasps> Wolfman's got nards. You know, same thing, only different. <laughs> so he tells Tony. <coughs> There's a throwback for you. He tells Tony 
and he's got um he's got that Tony's not the only one with the scoops. There's there's that word mark, the scoop. <clears throat> there's everybody's using it now. Tony's not the only one with the scoops. And Big Show said he's gonna show up and they're gonna sign someone who is Hall of Fame worthy to a contract Sunday night at Revolution. Someone brand new to the roster. So I want to hear you guys, whether you're watching this live or after the fact, light up the comments. Let me know who you think it is. Now, that's a pretty generic uh thing to say i mean that's pretty vague hall of fame worthy you you could look across several different brands in wrestling over the last several decades and say well this guy's hall of fame worthy or this person or maybe this team is hall of fame worthy or whatever um uh, and see that that's what i was thinking you know there's a lot of people um that are uh, probably going to look to maybe some uh, maybe some hardcore legends. Who knows? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Critical Sting says Swoggle, obviously. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're so goofy. There's a few. Okay. There's a few in here that say RVD. Okay. There's one for Punk. The only thing additional that he said to this was it's not who you think it is so i don't know what that what that is assuming as if everyone assumes it's finally going to be cm punk coming back to wrestling honestly i think he's eventually actually going to sign with vinnie mac <clears throat> i'm not going to put money on that but i mean he's a, he's got just uh, he, he's got a bank full of money he could throw at cm punk now and bring him back for whatever I'm just saying. I mean, Tony's got money too, but who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? <clears throat> Swag fan, I wonder if it's female. Oh, it certainly could be. It certainly could be. It, I don't think... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, the first one I thought of was RVD, but he's also working with the WWE right now on some projects. So that tells me, no, I don't think he would do that, but I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> Cena. Well, he's had a hell of a career dating back almost 20 years now. Do you think about it? I don't know. Uh, Alundra, Alundra Blaze. Well, she's shown up for like uh, women's events, didn't she? She showed up. She handed out the first um, women's tag team. Uh, oh, what the hell was that? They uh, the medals, you know the, the I don't know trophies, whatever they were called. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, let, let me know in the chat. There's no right or wrong answer here. You know, just want to bounce it off you guys. 
see what you think. But this was an action-packed show. I mean, even Negative One got in on the action. It's crazy. <clears throat> Code Breaker says that one that that one-legged wrestler VKM wrestled. <laughs> oh God! I don't know about that, but hey, you never know. All right, so. Um, Swag fan says, I think Cena is still loyal to Vinny's contract or not. Yeah, I have no clue what Cena's contract even is right now. He's he's making movies. He can't even do anything in the U.S. right now because he's shooting stuff out of country right now. So, um, oh, Batista. Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's someone that's not in the Hall of Fame. Because Batista's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to spend too much more time on this, but I mean, Mark, no, well, <laughs> I think he's under contract with Vinnie Mac for life. All right, let's jump into this. AEW Dynamite, The Crossroads. Uh, season three, episode nine starts out hot. I, I actually enjoyed this. And I know I was, here's that word again, critical. I was critical of this one because I was not excited for this. I, I didn't feel like the promotion of this match really stood out. You know, when they showed, I mean, we don't have to see. Cody Rhodes getting ready for this match. I don't think they even showed Red Velvet getting ready for this match. They did, however, show clips of Shaq and Jade like shooting basketballs around. And I was like, okay, I, I don't want to see that. Like, now, granted, Jade may have come from a basketball background. At least I think she had. Don't quote me on that. I believe she came from the WNBA. Um, Shaq is one of the most, like whether you like the idea of Shaq in a ring or not, I'll say this. He is one of the most well-known, worldwide well-known athletes uh, all over the planet. I mean, you see Shaq, you know who he is. I don't say a rapper because that that would just be bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's done some movies and stuff, but he's known for being one of the icons of basketball history. You know, another level of you could say sports entertainment. Um, so he showed up, and damn. I mean, the, the guy's just a monster. You know, his, his arms are like this big. His hand is like, what, half the size of my chest? You know, when he slapped Cody in this match, oh, my God. You didn't need, like, a microphone and, you know, you, you didn't need any amplification. Just, just oh, my God. Just, you, you, you know that Cody's chest was going to cave in. I'll say this. 
I'll say this about Shaq. I mean, this was a mixed tag match. This was Cody and Red Velvet. Excuse me. Cody and Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. And this was also Jade's in-ring debut, as far as I know. Um, I was impressed, especially with Jade. And for what Shaq did in the ring, I mean, it was he's a big guy. So he's not going to move like lightning. It was slow. They told a story. And I got to say, I was impressed with what I saw of him. Now, do I want to see him in the ring like every week? No. Shaq is an attraction like a few other people are in this industry. Excuse me, industry. Guys like Brock Lesnar, he's an attraction. Guys like Goldberg, he's an attraction. You're not going to see them wrestle every day, every night. Um, you know, so are we going to see Shaq probably a few more times in AEW? Maybe. And I, I, I'm not going to say this stole the show, but for what if, for, for what it's worth, I, I was impressed. You know, he took some bumps. He kicked ass. He did what he was supposed to do in the ring. And the guy took a hell of a bump. Cody ended up putting him through two tables. Now, granted, this it's it was two tables because he's he's a massive guy. The guy's over seven feet tall. He's seven foot one. You need two tables to put this big guy through. Because if you put him through just one table, it's not very impressive. You put him through two tables. All right, now we're talking. That's that's eye catching. <clears throat> But he sold the hell out of that. He didn't move. He didn't move until like a couple minutes later. Like he, he rolled his head a little bit. But that was great. That was great. And then, then Jade Cargill ended up getting uh, the pin on uh, Red Velvet. Um, and it, what's, what's crazy is... Um, the footage later, they ended up loading Shaq into the ambulance, and Tony was there. He gets out of the ambulance, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see if anybody's gonna ride with him." He was saying something to referencing someone in the in the ambulance, and then opens up the door, and the camera looks, and Shaq is gone. Shaq disappeared. What is? What is going on? What kind of, like when I think of Shaq, I know he's like a big guy. He's going to be a, you know, a brawler style, you know, just hard hitting. But I don't think of like supernatural stuff. I think of Shaq. Is that, dare I say, he used some Shaq foo to get out of that ambulance? Is that? Do you think that's what it was? How did he disappear? What's going on with Shaq? I don't get it. There's got to be some kind of follow-up to that.
No, he went. It was two tables lined up next to each other. It wasn't. It wasn't like two separate table bumps. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Bell's boy says that table didn't have a chance. Yeah, that. Yeah, that that those tables really did explode. Um, oh, Bell's boy also says Shaq turned into Kazam. That's why he disappeared from the ambulance. LOL. Um, <laughs> Kazam is is that where he was the genie? I I didn't see any of those. I'll be honest. I mean, I've seen them like you know, I've seen trailers and stuff and clips, but I've never seen them. Um, <laughs> give me another Def Jam game. <laughs> oh, is was that the one with all the rappers? Oh my goodness, was he in that? I never played it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yes, J Pony was the genie. Okay, bad movie. All right. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, Eric Travis dropping some names here CM Punk, Ricky Steamboat. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Whatever it is, um, whatever it is, if if, uh, if Big Show's bringing someone in, I'm sure it's going to be a big name. So we'll see. We'll see. We just we just got to wait till Sunday, folks. Um, and for those that came in a little later, thanks for joining us tonight. We're running down AEW Dynamite, the Crossroads, and just to let you know. I'm not doing predictions tonight. We're going to save that for Friday. Mark and I are going to do them Friday afternoon, um, uh, 2 Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. So middle of the afternoon on Friday, kick off your weekend early. That's when we're going to be doing them. So no, Mark, I hope to God it's not Cornette. I don't think anybody wants that guy. Hey, loaded with uh, great historical facts. The guy's an encyclopedia for historical stuff, as we've seen on several different documentaries in the past. I don't want to see him anywhere near current wrestling. And you know that he can't stand most of the people from this roster anyway. So I'm pretty sure you meant that as a joke. But damn, damn, Mark, come on. <clears throat> you big goof. All right. So yeah, I, I for like I said, for what it was worth, I liked the mixed tag match. Shaq did what he was supposed to do out there. It was slow, methodical. He kicked ass and took a big ass. I mean, a big ass bump. Crazy. Next, we got um quite quite the uh squish match, if you will. Uh, Phoenix and Pac, uh, excuse me, Phoenix and Pac take uh, care of uh, John Schuyler and D3. That, I didn't, we, we didn't even see D3's face. He got kicked off the canvas and hit the floor, got back up, he hit the floor again. Uh, John Schuyler was in a ring for a minute, a minute. They just destroyed him. It was crazy. Um, 
John Schuyler is a good wrestler, though. I've seen him on the indies. In fact, I saw him um, a couple times before, I think. Now, this goes back. Every once in a while, I'll reference this. Back when I used to watch Flow Slam, and they did a ton of international indies and stuff like that and featured a lot of different things. I'm pretty sure I saw him in a few different uh, rivalries on Flow Slam. And that goes back between three to four years now. So um, to see him get a chance in, in this brand, um, I'm sure he'll slowly work his way up. The guy's a good talent. I just haven't seen him in a while because, well, there hasn't been a lot of indies being featured around, you know. Filet says they didn't even say the D3 name. Well, they, they said, well, they didn't like show the names in the, you know, down in the, the lower tier. They, they didn't do that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they at least mentioned his name once because that's the only reason why I got his name. Because uh, if they didn't, I wouldn't have seen who the heck it was because they didn't, like I said, they didn't even show his face. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, this this was this was uh, short, extremely short. Um, next we get uh, now this was this was entertaining. We got uh, MJF and Jericho with uh, the rest of the inner circle minus Sam, Sammy Guevara, of course, because he's gone. Um, and they're doing a press conference leading into. Um, into this Sunday because they're going for the tag titles, the, the Young Bucks. And um, and uh, yeah, the, these guys are going back and forth with the different people that are out there. Uh, bar, bar something radio, some guys. Um, Conrad Thompson was out there. They, they, they kicked his ass out. They just chewed him up and spit him out. It was hilarious. Cause he, he mentioned Sammy like, Hey, all right, the fighting's over. What do you think? You bring him back. And they, they, they told him to get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, Eric Bischoff was out there. And um, there's a few other names. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch, but then uh, the young bucks come out and, uh, and they, they, uh, they they chew the rest of their rear ends off and uh <laughs> and they super kick them and they start fighting. Brandon Cutler comes out there. And um then the good brothers come out through the tunnels and they bring some tables and they end up putting uh help the young bucks put uh Santana and Ortiz through some tables. So um, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, that'll help even the odds a little bit going into this Sunday. Because obviously, you got the inner circle. Uh, you got a lot of guys out there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, it should be some great tag team action, nonetheless. I'm uh, I'm a little worried. Not gonna lie. The, the young bucks have some competition, but I am uh, I'm confident they'll keep their tag team. Their AEW tag team titles. So, uh, what's next here? FTR. This was crazy. This the, this had uh, a serious overload of uh, old school written all over it, folks. You had FTR with T 
Tully Blanchard returning to in-ring competition. Now, this that's special. Now, he didn't do too much in here. He didn't do too much. He, he, he kind of looked kind of blown up. And I'm not going to crap all over him. The guy's an icon. And he came out with the original United States Championship. And that's not all, folks. That's not all. He came out with his old manager, J.J. Dillon. Oh, my God. Talk about some serious Four Horsemen vibes. Wow. Serious Four Horsemen vibes. Oh, man. <laughs> Bell's point. J.J. Dillon. Excuse me. J.J. Dillon for Jiminy Christmas. Yes. Yes. Jiminy Christmas. J.J. Dillon. Oh, man. Uh, versus Jurassic Express. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Um, and this was a good match. This was a lot of fun. A, a lot of a lot of hard-hitting action. These guys didn't hold back one bit. And uh, for, for the stuff that Tully did, he looked pretty good for his age. I, I, I don't know what he... I don't know how old he is. I'm going to guess 60s. Someone, someone look that up for me, please, while I keep yapping here. <clears throat> if someone could please inform me as to how old Tully Blanchard is. All right, we continue. But yeah, this this was a lot of fun. I was uh, not going to lie; I was a little worried. You know, this you know they, they they bring these old guys back. It's like, oh man, what are they going to do? But he's actually been in the ring helping FTR with some of their finishers lately. You know, so he's jumping off of turnbuckles and stuff. It's like, man, this guy can still move. He did one of his classic springboard suplexes in the ring tonight. 67. Thank you, Filet. Bell's boy. Thank you. Um, man, 67 and taking bumps. And he took some bumps tonight. He he took a he took a side swipe kick from Luchasaurus. My God. Unbelievable. Mark says maybe it's uh, you guys are still guessing as far as who's coming in. Maybe it's Kevin Von Eric. I think it's Ric Flair. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Woo! Um, man, and uh, what's interesting is at the end of the match, um, well, I, I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself. FTR and Tully Blanchard with J.J. Dillon at ringside got the uh, got the win here. One of the cameramen ends up getting involved. And uh, when the ref's back is turned, Takes a few cheap shots at the at um at Jurassic Express, and then later reveals himself after the win. Sean Spears has returned. Now this is interesting. He's gone completely like off the grid. I don't think he's done anything on social media. Um, they took him off the roster page 
just prior to uh, Brody Lee's passing, and um, not a whole lot was said about it. I tried looking up stuff, and I, I couldn't find nothing. But the only thing he said audibly or visually, whatever, on, on TV was that he's stepping away for a while. So maybe he had some personal business to take care of, but he came back. He's like fully shaved. He's got like a blonde mohawk. I was like, wow, fresh look. He's back, looks mean. Um, and um, yeah. And uh, they, they, they are all, you know, embraced each other at the end out there with J.J. Dillon. Could this be a revival of the Four Horsemen? Even Arn, even Arn Anderson came out of the other tunnel and was, you know, kind of, kind of doing this, you know, stroking the old beard, just, just checking stuff out. Gave a little, uh, gave a little, you know, four symbol to uh to the gang from where he was standing so i think he i think he responded in kind i don't think he was upset i i'd have to watch it again but i don't i don't think he's um i don't think he's angry about this we we might see uh we might see a shake up in the uh the cody crew here i don't know what do you guys think do you think arn anderson is going to um Turn his back on Cody and go join the other team and help coach? I don't know. I don't know. Arn Anderson's son is also in um, Dustin's school, I believe. Now, no, I haven't heard anything about him, but man, he looks like a chip off the old block. So we'll see where this goes. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. But yeah, Sean Spears back with uh, back with the crew, and um, yeah, it's 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 good to see him back. I liked him. You know, it kind of felt like he was a little lost in the mix, you know, and a little lost in the shuffle before. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe this uh, maybe this will be a fresh start for him. Maybe uh, give him a little more direction. Who knows? We'll see. All right, what's next here? Uh, and then we got what I brought up earlier. And by all means, folks, keep uh, keep dropping some some ideas in the chat as we go on with this. Um, uh, Tony Skiavone is out there with uh, Paul White promoting the show coming up in uh, was that a couple weeks, March fifteenth, something. I forget when that starts. I believe it starts in two weeks, two Mondays from now. Um, excuse me. And uh, says he's got a surprise for everybody on Sunday that he's bringing someone in, going to sign them, 
can assign him to AEW someone Hall of Fame worthy. So um, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, keep dropping those ideas in the chat. Let me know what you think. Um, then we got um, hell of a women's match here. Now, this is the finals in the women's eliminator tournament to find a number one contender for Hikaru Shida this Sunday at Revolution. And they actually had a cup out there for the winner of the tournament, which was actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. It wasn't just, you know, hey, your number one contender, raise your hand and yay. No, there was actually a cup at the end of this tournament. They showed it off at the uh, uh, side of the the entranceway, the, the stage. So that's pretty cool. Nice looking cup too. I mean, it's, doesn't uh doesn't hold a key to the old boned up cup that's uh sitting over there yonder in my office but uh no I'm I'm kidding no that that cup looked pretty good looked pretty good so uh <laughs> oh the names that are getting dropped in the chat here this is crazy um Lots of different opinions. That's okay. Bring them all. It's all right. No, like I said, no one's right. No one's wrong. Just just uh, keep it nice. Keep it nice. You know, everyone's allowed their opinions. Everyone's allowed their guesses. So, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Nyla Rose versus, we're going to try to get this right. We're going to try not to botch this, folks. <clears throat> Rio Mizunami. All right, Rio Mizunami, and I love this. This was great. This was two, you know, uh, bigger size women going at it and just slugging it out, and um, yeah, a lot of fun. Just beat the hell out of each other. And they said that Mizunami was actually on the. They say the first. Was it the first televised show or was it the first pay-per-view that they did? I think it was the first pay-per-view. And I apologize. I don't remember what that was. Um, but, yeah, because that was back when they brought in just a ton of Japanese women. Um, and it's that's very, obviously, very different, uh, difficult, excuse me, right now with the way things are. Um, very interesting off the um off of the ringside area by the timekeeper's table over where Justin what's his name Justin Roberts over where where Justin Roberts sits right around the time of the pin when uh Rio pinned Nyla I'll get back to the match in a minute I noticed a face sitting at ringside and I could have sworn it looked like uh, uh, B. Uh, B. Priestley. Um, I think that's her name. She also wrestles in Japan, and she's well, she used to be on the roster. It looked a lot. I, I could be wrong, but it looked a lot like her at ringside there. Uh, if I'm mistaken, that's fine. But I was like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if uh, they're bringing her in again. <laughs> 
So we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to start any fake news. It just, it just looked like her, you know? Um, Bell's Boy says it was the first pay-per-view. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, double or nothing. Six women's tag match. That's it. That's it. Oh, here we go. Critical Sting says uh, Mizunami, Kong, and, and Shida. Sakazaki, Rio, and, and somebody else. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you an A for effort on that one because I couldn't tell you what it was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, these two ladies just kicked the shit out of each other. It was great. Of course, Vicky Guerrero. Um, just screaming the hair off her head at ringside. Mrs. J-Bone was actually sleeping very peacefully right up until this point. And as soon as Vicky Guerrero screamed, I, I slowly glanced over at Tracy and her eyes kind of half opened as, you know, she almost had a, like a, it was like a chill, a visible chill run through Mrs. J-Bone, as she heard Vicky Guerrero's shill scream on TV. And I said, she's like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, your favorite's on TV. And so she kind of sat up and watched for a little bit. And just the look of disgust on Tracy's face. Oh, my God. She does not like Vicky Guerrero. I had to. This is no lie. This is a shoot. One of the first dates that she and I went on was to is either SmackDown or Raw. I forget which one, but it was the one where Vicky Guerrero basically got booed out of the arena downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the old um, uh, BMO Harris Bradley Center. Now the Pfizer Forum. It was built next door, brand new buildings, beautiful. Uh, hope to go there someday. No time soon, though. Um, but yeah, Vicky Guerrero in WWE at the time, she was with Ziggler and Cena was out there too. And she gets just booed. It's just It was absolutely deafening. We, we couldn't hear what she was saying on the mic because the crowd was so loud. It was crazy. And, and Tracy, I had to like sit her down. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this woman's crazy. I was just, I fell in love with her. I'm like, okay, that's it. I, she's go, She's visibly going, she's getting out of her seat to go after Vicky Guerrero. I'm going to marry this woman someday. <laughs> I'm like, no, sit down. <laughs> so after that segment, after she was settled down, I, I jumped up out of my seat, ran out in the hallway. The merch booth was right there. I bought her a T-shirt and. Settled her down, so bought her a John Cena t-shirt. She appreciated that. And, um, but yeah, she, she can't stand Vicky Guerrero. So <laughs> little, uh, little, little story time with uh, J-Bone. So, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. <laughs> oh, great shit, great shit. But yeah, great match between Nyla Rose and uh, Rio uh, Mizunami here. And quite the, I, I'm going to call this an upset. I think they even call this an upset 
on TV as well. But um, Rio Mizunabi won, won the match. So she's going to face Hikaru Shida uh, on Sunday for the AEW women's title. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little little shocked, but it makes sense. It's like, why would you have someone come over from Japan in the middle of a pandemic and, and not have them do something significant? So it makes sense. And Nihilus had a bunch of chances. So it's great to see. But Nyla looked great, too. She did. She's. I really feel like she's... Yeah, I was a little critical of her in the first uh, first year, you know, but... um. Man, she's kicked ass. That that match that she had a couple weeks ago with Britt Baker was that last week or two weeks ago? Whenever it was, it was recent. It was great, great match. So, all right, yeah, quite the upset. So, your women's match for the AEW women's title is all set for Sunday. Next, we get uh. Tony out there talking to Sting. Ricky Starks comes out, and he's uh man. Ricky Starks, as young as he is, he is good on the mic, isn't he? He really is. I mean, he's he he's damn near close to where MJF is, and I I, I consider that uh, quite the uh, compliment. <laughs> Um, yeah, then Cage comes out there to, uh, attack Sting. Um, uh, I can't think of the other guy that was out there with, with Hook, that other new member of Team Taz. I can't think of his name offhand. Oh, powerhouse, powerhouse something. I forget what it is. So somebody light up the chat. Let me know what it is. Powerhouse was out there, uh, with, the uh, Hook. And then Darby Allen came out there to uh, help even the odds a little bit. But, um, but yeah, you had to get a little more um, Hobbs. Will Hobbs, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Cage comes out, hurts himself. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, just you know, just a little last-minute hype for the uh, street street fight that's going to go on. Um, I'm excited about it. Sting looks like he's in pretty damn good shape, so uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm still a little worried. I'm not going to lie. Um, but after seeing Tully in ring tonight, it, it it put my mind at rest a little bit. Granted, he's older, but um. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll do predictions on Friday. We'll get everybody's opinions in there. We'll get Mark's opinion in there too. I can't wait to see what he says about this. I'm really I'm really curious. I'm really curious. Now next we get the uh, was it the fifth out of six slots for the ladder match the the face of the revolution. Ladder match, and it's a chance to become number one contender for the TNT Championship. That's a mouthful right there. So you all, so the three that were announced first was 
Pentagon, Cody, and oh shoot, I forget the third guy. God, I'm just bombing tonight. Um, it's, it's a loaded card, folks. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, Lance Archer wrestled Phoenix last week for the f- what, fifth? No. L- fourth spot? Fourth spot. And, um, uh, oh, Scorpio Sky. Thank you. Scorpio duh, Scorpio Sky was on commentary tonight. Thank you. Scorpio Sky was the third guy announced the first three. And then tonight, for the fifth spot, you've got uh, number 10 of the Dark Order out there against Platinum. I, lo- I love this. Platinum Max Caster. So I tell you, every time I see this guy out there, I love him even more. Dude, he, he, is, he is the perfect mix of heel, of, excuse me, obnoxious heel and old school rapper. I love it. He's the rhymes he spits, dude. It's they're 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 funny. I I, I love them. They're they're good. Um, because you know me, I I get old school. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at the chat. Uh, but yeah, this was a good match. Um. Of course, there's some shenanigans. Some people are getting paid here. Uh, Jack Evans got paid to take out number 10 with the boom box that uh, Max Caster brought in because he even they reminded everybody that was smart. Matt Hardy vowed to take out all of the Dark Order so that there would be no one to help Hangman Adam Page come this Sunday. So he's really getting inside the head of Hangman Adam Page here. It's becoming personal now because these guys are friends. They're not, I don't think that you can call them just associates anymore. You can call them friends of Hangman. They've really been there for him through all this. He may not have joined them, but I got a feeling that that may turn around by this Sunday. I have a feeling. We haven't seen the end of this story. But Jack Evans takes out uh, number 10, hits him with the boom box, and Platinum Max Caster gets the win here. And it, let me tell you, it was not going his way for a good chunk of the match either. Number 10 was certainly on his way to get a slot in that face of the revolution match. Um and of course, at the end there, you see uh, Matt Hardy at the tunnel, giving uh, giving Jack Evans an envelope with big money, you know, written on it, some four thousand whatever dollars, you know, some odd sense. Crazy, crazy. Our case is: Could it be Sammy Guevara in the open spot for the ladder match? It could, but honestly, I feel like it's too early for him to come back. Like, you got to sell this. You really got to sell this. I mean, if he comes back, if he does come back this Sunday, I'm thinking he comes back and he screws Jericho and MJF to help the Young Bucks 
uh, retain their tag team championships. That's that's how I'd book it. That's like the perfect end to the whole Sammy Guevara debacle with <clears throat> Inner Circle. But we'll see. But we'll see. <laughs> Babyface Dark Order is excellent, Mark says. What a 180 from where they were at the end of uh, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, re it really was different. They were trying to build something really sinister and evil. And now, because of the passing of Brody Lee, it's taken a complete 180. And you just you can't help but love them because, because of who they represent, you know? Wrestling's funny that way, isn't it, folks? So, yeah, Platinum Max Caster gets the win here over 10. Shenanigans. We will see him take that fifth slot in the ladder match, the face of the revolution ladder match. And so who's the last slot, folks? I think that's going to be the surprise. I don't think they're going to announce that. We're going to find out at the pay-per-view, I think. And I don't think that's going to be the same one that's signing on Sunday. I think that's going to be different. I I shouldn't. Here's that word. I shouldn't assume. But I don't think. I think it's going to be different. A, a lot of a lot of people are saying it could be Ethan Page. But he's been really quiet ever since he left uh, Impact Wrestling. I don't know where he's going. Yeah, he put out that weird, naked, white background promo and hasn't done anything since. Not that I've seen. I haven't seen anything. And as far as I know, he was not in that latest class at the PC either because that name would have been dropped in there along with Taya's as far as former Impact Wrestling people. So who knows? Who knows? Though Anna J sadly is injured. I forgot what they said her injury was. It's something with her right arm. Uh, the footage came out. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's she should be out for a significant amount of time for a good chunk of the rest of the year, if anything, if the rest of the year. Um, it's a bummer. Because she was really, you know, making a name for herself with that group. She's still in promos and stuff. Like, she's still part of BTE, you know, getting some chuckles and stuff. But she's, she's obviously not going to do anything physical. So, we'll see. I did not hear what the injury was. Something with her arm. We'll see. Yeah, oh, sure. She'll, she'll bounce back. And she's surrounded by a great team of people. She will. She will. She's young. She's young, folks. She'll bounce back. Hell, yeah. All right, on to the main event here. It's like this this show went so quick. All of a sudden, they're like, all right, we're at the main event. And I was like, whoa, we're at the main event. Um, I mean, I started the show late, but. Uh, oh, shoulder injury? Okay, gotcha. So we got Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn, one half of Private Party versus Johnny Hungy. John Silver with Hangman, Adam Page. Um, this 
this episode was so loaded, I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to this match, I'll admit. But this was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, I've got some favorites in here. I still love Matt Hardy. He's, he's playing a great heel right now, great heel mentor, manager type role. And his, his in-ring stuff is tremendous still. And one of my um, my newer favorites, honestly, with the company that's um, – and I've talked about this a little. Someone that's really, really – like become one of my top favorites in the company, honestly, hangman Adam page, like just, just every time he's out there, man, these guys just, he's just killing it. He really is a star in this com in this company. I mean, everybody's got their favorites, but man, this guy truly shines every time he's out there. And, um, he's something, he's really something. So, uh, John silver and hangman Adam page get the win here. <coughs> It's all leading up to the big match coming up on Sunday, the big money match between Matt Hardy and uh, Adam Page. So, uh, so yeah, this one should be a lot of fun. I'm looking, uh, looking forward to this one. Yeah, Mark Quinn is great, <laughs> especially because he spells his name like, like, uh, like Mark in the chat here. <laughs> Flay says he needs to be world champ one day. He, he will be. I have absolutely no doubt. You know, it just wasn't his time when he was in that rivalry and the, the start of the company with uh, Chris Jericho, you know. And that's that's because you need a, a, a big, big name to really kick things off, you know. You know, when when the when the, the company the company is in its infancy, you need that star power, you know. But um, it, certain, it certainly did have, even though Adam Page did not win against Chris Jericho, that was still a great start for him. Because he's been on quite the journey over the last uh, couple years, you know, with those guys. <clears throat> so... So, yeah, um, that is the go-home show for Revolution. Let me know what you thought. Now, of course, they also had the countdown to Revolution on right afterwards. And I'll I'll watch that before Mark and I do the uh, predictions on Friday. And we'll, we'll chime in about that a little bit. So do me a favor, Mark, if you can watch that show. I mean, it's probably just promos and stuff. There's probably not a whole lot of new footage added to that i could be wrong i could be wrong but it's gonna be like you know interviews and just promos and stuff you know leading up to sunday going over the card and whatnot um should be a great show should be a great show i'm really excited about it that's that's one thing i could say about these um these quarterly pay-per-views that they've been doing they've been knocking it out of the park absolutely knocking it out of the park Oh, that's right, Bell's boy. I, I didn't I didn't write that down. Um, but, uh, Oneida, uh, Japanese uh, deathmatch guy, um, cut a promo, and um, when they were talking about Kenny versus Mox, and uh, he gave his whole you know two cents on the uh, the upcoming match. So that was actually really cool. You, you may not know that guy, but if you want to see some true deathmatch 
excellence from a from a, from across the ocean. Man, go just just look up on YouTube. Just look up Oneida, uh, Oneida Japanese death match, and uh, and he's he's done the barbed wire exploding death match, and oh, it's crazy. So it's this Sunday is going to be nuts. It really is. Oh, uh, Mark, it's the um, the countdown to revolution. It's just a, it's just another, you know, something to promote the pay per view this Sunday. Going over all the matches, I'm assuming. So, if you have the chance to watch it, great. If not, it's okay. But yeah, we'll do that uh, Friday afternoon. We'll have some predictions. So join us for that tomorrow night. Back over that other little podcast called Total Nonstop. Impact. We'll do our throwback for the Thursday throwback of the week. We're running down all the asylum shows. Folks, these are gems, and we're having an absolute blast talking about them. Um, if you can't join us, because these really are some hidden treasures going back. I mean, some of the stuff is a little wonky, but man, you see the beginning Stages of guys like James Storm, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels. It's so good. And the, the X Division and the tag team, even the, the top of the card, you know, guys like Raven and the franchise, uh, Shane Douglas, just incredible to watch. So much fun. So please join us tomorrow night as we go over. Oh, shoot, Mark, please remind me what number we're doing. I think it's number 60 if I'm not mistaken. So, so yeah, join us for that. And on our way out of here, you know what to do. You smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen and for your audio, your bone on the go, anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. That is literally the anchor for all the audio there and it goes out to apple spotify Castbox, rebel radio bull bull run whatever it's called so many other little obscure um places where you can get your audio podcast oh it's also on verbal now as yeah v-u-r-b-l so wherever you get your audio from you can look it up on there and uh, the numbers are slowly increasing. It's great to see. So, and uh, and if you, you catch it on Apple, give it a review. I check it every once in a while. And, um, you know, that'll help the growth of the podcast as well. So, yes, number 60. There you go. Thanks, guys. So, yeah. And, um, Yes, Pro Wrestling Tees for the uh, the merch badness sale for the, the TNI merch. Brand new, clean, white, beautiful logo t-shirt. Fresh on there. Get you some TNI merch. Uh, the code is MADNESS for the merch madness sale. 20% off. It's a great sale. And... Um, like I said, J-Bone's working on some stuff for a Patreon, some new merch stuff. And um, so, and I want to ask you guys, if you're interested in supporting the Smash This Podcast, a brand new Patreon, let me know. 
give me some ideas because I'm, I'm new at this. Throw me some ideas what you'd be interested in seeing as far as extra content for, for the Patreon. So I'm going to be working on that over the course of the next couple months, and it should be up by springtime. So uh, get, get excited about that. Hopefully uh, some of you will jump in on that and um, keep an eye out. There's going to be like a whole new revised Smash This podcast coming out real soon. So it's all in the works, folks. So like I said, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. We're out of here. We'll be back here on Friday for a double dose of Smash This Podcast. Number one, middle afternoon, Mark and I will do predictions for Revolution, and later that night, we'll cover SmackDown. All right, folks, we'll see you then. Much love. We'll see you tomorrow night over on TNI. Good night.